0: What can be the different many aspects to classify the drugs? Is there one aspect? Are there many aspects? Do you have an idea about all these things? Especially if I'm talking about classifying the drugs according to the prescription. Well, let's dive deep into this point to ponder over and let's find out. What is the whole thing about? Let's clear up the clutter of doubts. Welcome all to Is Pharmacology Difficult Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Radhika Vijay, ABBS MD Pharmacology, and this is the audio hub to get the best simplified basic tips, strategies, methods, and lots of ideas to learn better, understand better, and make your concepts crystal clear. If you rarely find and if there's a question hovering in your minds, is pharmacology difficult? Lend me your ears for a while and let in the magic of knowledge. First of all, let me make it very very clear that the drug can be classified on many bases. Yes, you can classify drugs on the basis of 1 chemical structure of the active or the principal ingredient of the drug 2. On the basis of the therapeutic uses 3. On the basis of the different classes of the drugs to which they belong to 4. There are so many different systems to which the drugs belong and they can be classified according to the systems and so on there goes the list of the different bases on which the drugs can be classified today in detail i will be taking up the classification of drug on the basis of prescription well broadly speaking there are two drug categories later on i will be giving you a detailed account of Four categories also but first to start off this talk initially you should know broadly two categories of drugs first one are the prescription drugs and second one are the non-prescription drugs that is so easy right now when for selling a particular drug if you need a prescription of a registered practitioner or a physician such a drug is called as prescription drug and you know they are of great importance they are of so much importance that we have a separate schedule schedule H capital H H for Hamilton now this Schedule H has been assigned to such drugs in the Drugs and Cosmetic Rules and Act in our country. And medical supervision is exercised over the use of such drugs. Some of the Accountable Drug Groups or Classes for which this Schedule is specially made they are Antidepressants, Antibiotics, Anziolytics and Antihypertensives, etc. Though there are many, but these are the main ones that I should tell you at particular present moment. So that was a brief description about the prescription drugs. Let's move over to non-prescription drugs, and they are also famously called as capital OTC drugs. OTC stands for over-the-counter drugs. Now, on the contrary, these non-prescription drugs, there are the drug groups or the classes, they are actually harmless. And because they are harmless, they don't require any medical supervision regarding the use, And they can be obtained from shops or pharmacies very easily. They are simple basic drugs procured without prescription. And that is why they are called as non-prescription drugs. And another name is over-the-counter drugs, very famously abbreviated as capital OTC drugs. You understand over-the-counter? Just imagine a counter at a shop or market place or a pharmacy shop where you are buying the drugs that is the counter and then you are obtaining the drug over the counter very easily very simply so that is why this famous term is known as over-the-counter drug even nowadays you know general stores and some grocery shops they keep these drugs for sale so, very good examples for these drugs are vitamins, especially I'm talking about multivitamins, antacids, analgesics, paracetamol, aspirin. These are the famous analgesics you get everywhere. Then laxatives you get, especially lactulose. You can very easily get ORS powder, etc. Now, one another classification system. Which I want to tell you today about at this particular point is a detailed classification again based on the drug prescription only. But it is more clearly based on the drug specially which are capable of being abused according to their capability of being abused or misused or specially these illegal activities if they are involved and then they are grouped in four categories which i'm going to tell you just now well let's know these detailed four categories the first one is the prescription only medicine controlled drug should i repeat okay prescription only medicine controlled drug abbreviated as capital p o m c d got it now they all fall under the schedule x x for xylophone so they fall under the schedule x in the drug cosmetic act the second category is the prescription only medicine capital p o m it falls in schedule h h for house in the drug cosmetic act That I already just I have told you about all these so I'm not going to take the details now. Third category is of the prescription only restricted medicine. Now this falls in the schedule H1 in the drug cosmetic act. And last category is again OTC or home remedies that I just told you all about okay. So you got the four detailed categories of drugs. Now let's talk about these. Yes, we just cannot know them and just uh, move on to the next topic. We should know a little more details and let's make the whole concept clear. Now capital P O M C D. Such drugs they are strictly under the high supervision and control. And they're totally opposite ones are the capital OTC or the home remedy drugs. Now, actually, what are these POMCD? They are the drugs. They are more susceptible to be misused, abused or addicted. Okay, let me be very clear. They are used for addiction. Now, they are prone for illegal purposes, especially if, if a drug is misused, then illegal purposes come in between. So, Narcotic and Psychotropic Substances, NDPS Act, it is a special act for such drugs. It poses restriction on the controlled drugs, purchase, manufacture, consumption, all these activities, they are restricted, highly restricted, on the transport of these, on their supply, etc and there are special set rules guidelines as to how the controlled drugs they should be purchased or how should they should be procured how should they should be stored how should they be prescribed supplied there are set rules you cannot violate them there are standard operating procedures sops capital sops For every healthcare worker, be it nurse or doctor, they all have to follow capital SOPs, standard operating procedures regarding the storage, administration, etc., record keeping, record maintenance of all these drugs. Very strictly, they have to follow all the guidelines and everything. And these drugs are strictly kept under Schedule X capital x got it so they are highly restricted drugs i hope you understand now very well the whole concept about these as far as the capital otc drugs they are concerned all the medicines they can be OTCs, especially in our country if they are not specified in any special schedule okay please mind it they should not be covered in any special schedule Then only you can call such drug as OTC. But recently, you know what? This capital H1 schedule is introduced in our country for the drugs which are midway between the schedule H and the schedule X. Now, let me explain you what is it exactly. See, you know schedule H drugs, they require a valid prescription for the dispensing. You know that. Then you know about Schedule X drugs, they require duplicate prescription. They require license and their storage, their procurement, their dispensing, their record maintenance. They all are so painstaking, strict procedures, right? Now let's talk about Schedule H1 that is recently introduced. It controls the vigorous misuse of the drugs, which can occur via over-the-counter drug dispensing. Yes. Now, I'm especially referring to the higher antibiotics, which people get over-the-counter. Especially if you can take an example of here, I'm talking about, uh, say, second-line anti-tubercular drugs and some few special drugs which are prone for misuse or abuse especially in our country i know these talks are taking some more time than the normal and usual ones but let's give the time today you know just relax chill sip some coffee rejuvenate yourself because i'm going to have a last word about the home remedy drugs well, you all can include the OTC drugs in this category also. They are available at all the common shops, stores, supermarkets. And you don't need any interference. You don't require any guidance. You don't need to seek any permission of any doctor, nurse, any healthcare person to get these medicines. Generally, all know how to use them. Yes, you also know, I know, you know. So, most of the people, they are not misusing such drugs. There is no harm, no risk involved. And I'm especially talking about the drugs like multivitamins, analgesics, etc. But still, at this particular point, I want to talk about an extreme dangerous version of these drugs. Now, what you might be wondering what I'm talking about, but let me tell you what I want to talk to all of you about these. See, if a person is especially obsessed with the drug use, a person is so habitual of taking any damn drug. They don't care what drug they are taking. Daily, they want to take some drug. They are obsessed with the medicines. Then I would like to warn you at this particular point. That excess of everything is bad. Yes, it is. Never cross your limits. Never make excess use of anything. Never abuse anything. Even the most harmless thing, it becomes harmful with excessive use. All these things, excessive use, overuse, habitual use, they lead to damage only. But you know what, I still know one thing that uh, I think about paracetamol, there's a limit of number of tablets that you can buy at a time. Actually, it should be for every drug, you know, it should be for every drug. Every simplest over-the-counter drug should have a limit of number of tablets that you can buy from the shop or any market or store or general store or grocery store, whatever, wherever you are buying these drugs. Every drug should have a limit of number of tablets to be sold or bought at a particular moment of time. Then only you can control the human behavior of obsession of drugs, habitual use of drugs, misuse, abuse of drugs. Because even if you are abusing an antacid, you know, it will cause you a lot of damage. Yes, it do, it will. See, there's only a very slight line between the harm and the benefit. So never, never cross it. Never overuse anything. So with this positive thought and a lot of wise advice for the day, I would surely call it for a day. I am not in a mood to test your patience, your mind power, your listening capabilities. I know you owe treasures of all these things. Am I right? No. Okay, I'll seal my topic talk just now. For all the updates and latest episodes of my podcast, please visit www.ispharmacologydifficult.com where you can also sign up for a free monthly newsletter of mine. It actually contains a lot of updates about the medical sciences, drug information, And my podcast updates also. You can follow me on different social media handles like Twitter, Insta, Facebook and LinkedIn. They all are with the same name. Is pharmacology difficult? If you are listening for the first time, do follow me here whatever platform you are consuming this episode. Stay tuned. Do rate and review on iTunes Apple Podcasts. Stay safe. Stay happy. Stay enlightened. Thank you.